Have you ever dreamed of what life would be like if you were financially free? Yeah, me too. Which is why despite having three children under the age of four and working full time, I decided to start an online business. However, I was not prepared for the chaos starting a business would wreak on my life. I lost sight of the things that were most important to me. The result? I was stressed, overwhelmed, and exhausted with nothing to show for it. I was ready to call it quits. When I realized something, when I keep the most important things in my life stable, that is when I thrive. Now I'm on a mission to inspire other amazing women to do the same. But the real question is, how do we do it? Join me on my journey as I build my financially freeing business using today's top marketing strategies while keeping stability in my home, family, and mind. My name is Johanna Buss, and this is the Stable Mama Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Stable Mama Podcast. Ladies, I am so excited to have you with us here again today because I have an amazing guest that I want to introduce you to. Her name is Megan Stratton, and guess what? She is exactly where we want to be. Yes, this woman, she is a mother of a young little girl, and she has a full-time career as well as a business. Right, ladies? She has built her business when her daughter was born. So she is doing it all. She's exactly where we want to be in just a few short months. I can't wait to introduce you to Megan Stratton. Thank you so much for joining us, Megan. I cannot wait to learn more about you. Hello. Oh my goodness. Thank you for that super sweet introduction. I'm so excited to be here with you guys. I'm not going to lie. I'm very excited about this interview because you are doing it. You are doing exactly what we want to do. So often we hear that we either need to choose our career or choose our business. And it's just really difficult to do both. So I'm so glad you are going to give us that perspective today, especially while raising your child. Absolutely. And you're so right. So many people say you can only do one thing really well, or you need to have a a career and you can't have a full-time career and be a full-time mom. And I just love to challenge all of those ideas because I definitely think that they aren't true and that you can do it all, mama. Like you absolutely can. Oh, I love this. All right. Well, before we really get started, we always have one wonderful question that we ask here on the Stable Mama podcast. And that is, how do you do it? How do you build your business and work full time and raise your beautiful little girl? How do you do it and keep stability in your life? Absolutely. I love this question because we all probably ask ourselves that at least once a day. So I'll give you my short version, but I have four pillars that I really feel like help me keep stability. The first one is uh, the big man upstairs. So I am a huge believer and I think that it is true that if you have a strong foundation and a strong faith, that can get you leaps and bounds in life because when the hard gets harder, you have something to lean on. Aside from that, write it down. Like I write everything down. I'm a to-do list junkie. I have a paper calendar. I have a digital calendar. I put it on my phone. I love to think that I can run into Target knowing the three things that I needed to get from there and run out, but I can't because I can't remember it. So give yourself some grace, write it down and try to say, you know, organized that way. And then one of the things that I think brings just me personally, a lot of stability is my morning routine. Uh, Morning routine, I think is a little bit of a buzzword right now, or your morning power hour, whether you're a morning person or if you do it at nighttime, just having like 30 minutes to an hour to recharge and just really think about 
um, what you want to get done and the person that you want to be and that special time like meditating or with God is invaluable. So those are my three ways uh, very quickly that I try to keep myself on the train tracks. <laughs> no, and I love that. And honestly, I'm very excited to hear your story because like I said, you are exactly where we are right now, you've been there. And now you're even adding to your family, which is going to give you a whole new perspective. So let's get started. When did you want to start your business? What, what was really the driving factor of, hey, let's, let's start a business while working full time? Sure. So the short answer for that is my daughter. So my daughter was born. She just turned three. I cannot believe it. But she was born, and at the time that she was born, I had a thriving career. So I've been in digital media for almost a decade, but I've been working with television stations for the past six or seven years. So I was actually working at a TV station in charge of all of their digital efforts. I loved that job. And then I had my daughter, and when you become a mom, you don't know until you know, right? There's so many things you can take, all the classes, you can read all the books, you can, you know, Pinterest your little heart's desire, but you don't really know how you're going to be a, a, as a mom until you're a mom. And I had a pretty wicked time with like postpartum anxiety and postpartum depression. And I wanted to connect with other women that were going through the same thing. And I just felt like, I want to build something that my daughter's proud of and that I could potentially hand over to her at some point. But I also want to build this community of really strong women that we can lean on each other for. So I started my business, which was the Unshaken podcast. And that has a lot of different facets from events to like masterminds and um, master classes and um, all of that kind of stuff. And then it stemmed into uh, my own website, meganstratton.com and a full blown like coaching business to help women. So really my daughter was the driver and the situation that I feel like I had after I had her with that struggle with postpartum, I just knew that there were other people out there going through the same thing. And if I could help one mom, um, not cry her heart out in the shower, like I was doing, then I wanted to do that. I love that. I mean, that's such a, an amazing why and a motivator. I want to dig into the beginning. Yeah. Like I know your why I know you want to, to start it, but I mean, we all have big dreams, but making them reality is difficult. So I'd love to know kind of how you got started. How did you manage your time? How did you do it all? Yeah. Yeah. And I will be the first person to say, you have to have a strong support system. Like I am, there is an army of people behind me, um, or should I say in front of me that helped me. You know, I have a great husband um, that stepped in and helped a lot when I needed him to. And I actually, at the time that I had my daughter, we lived about four hours away from my family. And at her one-year-old birthday party, my husband and I decided we were going to pack it up and move it back closer to my parents. So I definitely want to say that because I think that one of the worst things we can do is like, oh yeah, we do this all by ourselves and it's seamless and it's amazing and it's so easy and I don't want anybody to feel like that. So I definitely have help and I have um, a great support system of friends. 
it was really tough. So the idea to start a podcast and to start my .com website really came with months of planning. So I had the idea to do something, I would say, in the summer. And I gave myself and allowed myself the time to really think about how I wanted to build it out and how I was going to monetize it and make money and came up with a solid marketing and launch plan, which I think really helped. And so I started thinking, okay, because you let's let me let me rewind just for a minute. You don't know how busy you are, or you feel like you're very, very busy and your time is totally shot until you keep adding to your plate. So before I had my daughter, I felt like, oh my gosh, I'm so busy. I have this full-time, very stressful career. I have a husband, I have friends, I have family, you know, I have zero time. And then you have a baby and you're like, okay, now I really have no time. I have a full-time career. I have this human who I love more than life itself that I am responsible for keeping up with. You're trying to, you know, nurse or just take care of your child, you know, and you, you really think I have zero time. And so I sat down and I really mapped out like my day and I did have time. I was just not using my time as efficiently as I could. And so I put into practice batch working, which um, if you're not familiar, it's, you know, where you take similar tasks and you block out a certain amount of time and get them all done at once. So I would sit down and record five to seven podcasts in a week. And then I would have five to seven weeks of content. Same thing on Sunday mornings. I would wake up before we went to church. I'd wake up around five. I would write three or four blog posts. And then I knew that I had content for three or four weeks. So I'm not, I don't want to sugarcoat it and say like, it was so easy, but it was really fun because the passion was there and I knew what I wanted. And I knew that that those early mornings and those late nights would pay off for me and for my family and for the community of women I was building it for. So it takes a hard look at yourself and looking at your day. And in those moments where you think I cannot possibly take anything else on, I just challenge you one day to write down, you know, everything that you're doing and the time that it's taking you to do it and see if you can have a morning power hour or have that hour to yourself at, at night and, you know, pursue your passion because you absolutely can. No, I love that. I'm not going to lie though. When you were talking about sitting down and writing five podcast episodes or three blog posts, I was like, what? Because it takes me hours to do just one of those. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, that's one of the Like I would take an entire day um, and right, we're all working careers too. So it would be like my lunch hour. I mean, I've recorded so many podcasts, you guys, in my car, on my phone, sitting in the Panda Express parking lot. Like I have done that. I've recorded podcasts, um, you know, with my voice recorder on, on the way to work, if the audio, if I could get the audio to work right. There's just so many like pockets of time that you have in a day. And listen, I also don't want it to sound like you have no time for rest because when you do those podcasts and those blogs, blog posts or whatever you're doing, 
and you batch them together like that, it opens up the rest of your week. So it, it is a really hard thing to do, but it also gives you a lot of freedom and a lot of power in the other weeks to come because you've already knocked out a big chunk of the content or of the you know product that you need to get done for your business. I love the picture you're painting of, of utilizing our time and of making the most of it and just about doing what is necessary. I feel like some of my biggest holdups, like I said, when I say, oh my goodness, you've created that contact so quickly, wow, is that I'm a perfectionist. And if the more time I have, I'm going to take that whole time to do it. So I like how you're really kind of setting time constraints on yourself almost um, to get it done so that you allow yourself to rest. I really like that. Yeah. And I, you're so right. And I think that many of us do that. I mean, when I sit down at my desk in the morning, if I don't set a time limit on going through my inbox, I will spend all morning until lunch going through email, responding to email, getting distracted, and it does take a lot of discipline and I am not perfect at it by any means, but you know, I, I sit down. The first thing that I do is I give myself 30 minutes to get through my email. And once I, that 30 minutes is up, I have to move on to the next task because I'm the same way. I love details and I love, um, you know, checking off lists and stuff like that. So if I don't give myself a firm time limit, I can just end up down a rabbit hole. <laughs> Oh, 100%. <laughs> I don't know how many times I've, down, I've went down that hole. It's just not fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, like I said, I, I am really enjoying this. I'm, I'm loving the, paint, the picture you are painting. Um, do you have any like tips or tricks? I know you said you talked about um, creating a marketing plan and really getting clarity before you really started your business and, and launched anything. For those of us that do not have quite the background you do and experience in that area. Do you have any tips or tricks on how we would be able to do that? Yeah, absolutely. I think the most important thing is know who you're talking to. A lot of times, um, I'm not sure if, if you guys have heard the phrase, the riches are in the niches, uh, but it's so true. You know, know who you're talking to because a lot of times people want to start a business and like, well, I am talking to moms. And that's great, you know, because you've drilled down to just women, to women with children, but like who, who is your target audience? Is it the busy mom? Is it the working mom? Does she have, you know, two kids? Is it local to your area? Just depending on what type of business you have. So I always challenge people to try to really dig down and know who they're talking to. And then what's the best way to reach that person? So for me, in my, um, in my business, I work with a lot of uh, working moms that have, you know, kids of really any age that are either still working a, a full-time job, but wanting to do something on the side. Maybe it's launching a podcast. Maybe it's creating a course. Maybe they're in direct sales and they're just trying to figure out how to get their message across more. And the first thing that I ask or the first exercise that we do is we get really, really clear on who they're talking to. And then we come up with a, a plan of how to reach those people. So whether that is an email list or, you know, social media, or if it's, you know, going out to local events, whatever that is. But I think putting your plan in place, know who you're talking to, how you can reach them. And then the most fun part, what sets you apart from everybody else? So why you in your business? 
if you have a full-time job, but you also have a health and fitness business, there's a ton of people that have those, but there's only one you. So what makes you different and what makes people want to purchase or, um, you know, work with you specifically? And I think that's a super fun exercise because you really get to define um, who you're going after and why they would pick you. So those are my, those are, would be three tips to, um, on your way to a very well-rounded marketing plan. <laughs> I love those tips. It's basically, you're getting clarity, right? I feel like yeah. so many of us jump into this and they're like, we just want to do this. And then we cast this huge wide net, like, okay, who wants to work with me? I'm taking anyone and everyone. And it's really hard to focus because we're so focused instead of who we're helping on, um, what it's going to do for us versus what it's going to do for them. Yeah. And I always try to remind my, my clients or my customers, you know, everything really revolves around service. Like when I was talking to you, why I wanted to start my business because I wanted to serve a community of people. So if you, you know, continue to bring it back to why are you doing what you're doing and then how can you, you know, make that work? I think that that can bring a lot of clarity um, to us as well, because there's so much noise out there today, you guys. I mean, we all know if you scroll on social media at all, it's so, there's so much noise and there's ads everywhere. And I, I totally understand that because I help place those ads, <laughs> you know, for my, for my full-time job, but there's only one you and nobody can do what you do the way that you do it. Even if you're in the exact same company as somebody else or the exact same business, there's something that people are going to find in you that they want. And there's going to be people that find that they want to work with somebody else. And so I always tell people, don't try to appeal to everyone because you're not trying to go after everyone. You're trying to go after your certain person. No, this is great. I absolutely love it. Yay! <laughs> Especially when you talk about, you know, there is only one us. I feel like I don't know how many times we've talked about this, but mindset is just this huge thing and we are our worst enemies. So I love when you say that you are only, like you are the only person that can do this and you are unique and that is what makes you so special and what makes your business awesome. So I really like that message. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, I totally believe it to be true. And there's so many mamas that I talk to that, you know, direct sales is, is a big it is, you know, there's tons of companies out there and there's tons of like photographers and there's tons of this and tons of that. And, you know, a lot of times I feel like we get discouraged. Like you said, we're our own worst critic and we get discouraged because we see somebody else beside us, like either growing faster or doing it the way that we thought we were going to do it. And at the end of the day, I just have to remind myself that like, this is the journey that I'm on and I can learn from what other people are doing, but my path is my path and her path is her path. And if I can just cheer her on, then someone's going to cheer me on too. So I absolutely agree that we can be our, our own worst enemies, but I always tell myself when I get frustrated, stay in your lane, Megan. That's what I say. Stay in your lane. Don't look at what anybody else is doing on either side of your lane. That's not your journey. This is a journey that you chose. So just look forward and stay in your lane. <laughs> Perfect. Stay in your lane. I like that. <laughs> I guess the last thing I kind of wanted to address is um, I'm so excited for you. You're, you're adding an addition to your family. That's amazing. Yes. 
but at the same time, it has to make you a little nervous. Uh, life is going to change. You're going to become a little more busy. Um, how are you kind of proactively working towards that? Oh, I love this question. Yes. So I have baby number two, the last baby <laughs> that we are having. Baby number two is due in August. And you know, some of the things that I am doing to prepare, because I have absolutely thought about that. It's, you know, you have to back up what you preach and, you know, walk the walk. And it's like, you can find these pockets of time. And just like I experienced with my daughter, you have no idea the kind of mom you're going to be uh, before you are. So I have no idea what kind of mom I'm going to be to two kids instead of just one kid, you know? So I actually just started a a new job. It's with the same company that I was working with before, but now I work from home every other week. And then I travel like two or three days, um, on the weeks that I am not home. So that might sound crazy to some of you like, wow, you took a travel job when you're, when you're going to have two kids. But I really looked at the amount of time that I was spending in an office environment. So, you know, eight 30 to five 30, build in an hour for a commute. And I'm actually home now more frequently than I would be with a traditional um, office job. So I'm very blessed to have, you know, kind of that, that set up. But I do a lot of work on airplanes right now, to be honest. You know, I buy a lot of uh, go-go in-flight Wi-Fi and, and things of that nature. But I'm also really trying to get a lot of content put out and prepared and scheduled. So that when I do have maternity leave, I do have a traditional maternity leave where I know that my community is being taken care of. I know that my full-time job is being taken care of. And I can just soak up that time with this new baby because it's the last time I'm ever going to have a newborn. So um, on the days when I'm recording podcasts, I'm normally recording an extra one just to have things built in already so that when August gets here, that stress of having to produce awesome content is already taken off the table. So just trying to stay organized, mama, you know what I mean? And get ready for this new little one. <laughs> I am going to warn you though, no matter how much you prepare, I swear they just rock your world regardless. <laughs> oh girl, I'm ready. Yeah. I, I, I totally, I was telling my husband, it's so funny you said that because he goes, do you think that, you know, it's going to be different having two kids? And I said, have you ever seen that meme? on Facebook of the Barbie doll and she's like it says no kids and her hair's like perfectly done and curled and she has a makeup she has a great outfit and then it says one kid and she like still has on eyeliner but she's a little bit rough and then two kids it's like she's haggard yeah and I'm like this is what it's gonna be like and I am totally here for it so <laughs> yeah just, just trying to be uh preparing for the unknown how about that <laughs> oh no I get it and I got three, so I'm at the next step. Girl. No, I'm <laughs> yes. Um, but no, this has been an amazing interview. I love what you're saying. I love that you are showing us that you really, you can do it all. You can build an amazing business that you absolutely love. You, I mean, I can feel your passion about your business as you speak um, and that you still love your job and you love your family and you're just making it work. So I love how you painted that picture of time and just using the most of it. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much. It was so fun to be on here. And yeah, ladies, like we can do it. Women are superheroes. So if you have a dream, sister, you got this.
Oh, amen. Well, I wish you all the luck with your, your next bundle of joy. It's going to be amazing. You're going to love it. Motherhood is such a blessing. But I guess just I just want to end on the note, like where can we find you and, and help support your amazing business? Oh, yes, absolutely. So you can find me. I hang out on Instagram probably the most. I'm at Meg Strat. Uh, you can also find me, MeganStratton.com. And then my podcast, The Unshaken Podcast. So uh, anywhere that you listen to podcasts, you can find me there. And that's a faith-centered podcast for moms, business owners, entrepreneurs, with a lot of like motivation and pretty cheesy jokes from me. So yeah, that's where I hang out. That sounds great. And if you're interested, I'm going to have more information in the show notes. So you can have the links and everything you need to get in contact with Megan, because you know what, she's pretty darn cool. And I'm just, again, really glad that you were able to take some time and talk with us today. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Have a great day. You too. Thank you for listening. If you liked today's episode, could you please take a minute to rate and review my show? It would mean the world to me. Also, let me know if you have any questions or if there's something in particular that you're struggling with so that we can cover it in future episodes. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out. Remember, progress is being just 1% better today than you were yesterday. You got this, mama. See you on the next episode.